content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw. And topics quite often are for mature audiences only. So, if you happen to have your 13-year-old listening in... Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritually Raw. Thank you for tuning in, and again, welcome. And you can check us out here every Monday, Monday and, and Wednesday, Wednesday Thank at you. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very, very much. That One of these nice days you'll get guys. it. I know, I know. So you know what? If you want to amplify your influence with worldwide media exposure, you can be our featured guest. You could be heard on more than hundreds of the world's largest live broadcast stations, live radio streaming in over 36 countries, the most trafficked social media networks and largest podcast portals on the planet. And all you have to do is text the word guest to 91096 and you'll receive a link to our guest questionnaire and also a free copy of our secrets to interview riches. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you can't all do that, just go to spirituallyraw.com. Okay? So. Good plug, Jay. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> all right. So, hey, good great guest today, huh? Yes, we do. Miss Brenda E. McDaniel. She shares her real-life story and experiences growing up with a parent who suffered from mental illness. Brenda shows us beyond a shadow of a doubt that God in heaven do exist, and his love, guidance, hope, and faith is everlasting. She's the author of My Angel, My Hero, a written testament to the power of love, faith, hope, and strength. It details the life of a woman named Snow, Brenda's mother, who came as close to being an angel as possible in a veteran World War II, who also fought in the war as a Navy man, which was her father, Earl. He is her hero. Earl also fought the demons of mental illness, but you know what? He won both battles. All right, let's welcome Brenda to the show. That's sweet. That is sweet. Hello, Brenda. Her mother Brenda. is an angel and her father is a Hello. hero. Well, everybody should, you know, have a mother that's an angel and a father. No, everybody should be as sweet as sweet as her, as sweet right. as Brenda. Well, let's interview her. Well, you as know what? Let's uh, let's thank your father for his service. Thank you very much, and your family. So, what was it like, your dad, being a Navy veteran? I mean, what was what was his personality like? Personality like prior to leaving. Well, he, like all the uh, the greatest generation, they thought it a duty, you know, to serve in World War II, especially with the, you know, the darkness of Nazism and nationalism trying to take over the world, and and a lot of them died for it, and luckily, you know, he came back, but he did suffer from some mental problems when he came back in his mid-20s, but they did defeat the, the, the evilness in the world then, so I applaud all the uh, veterans for all their sacrifice that they have yeah mm-hmm. definitely applaud him yeah sure. yeah absolutely so what was it like for him when he came back well really for all of your family when he came back and he came back with the mental illness i mean what was it like what did you did, you know was it um i mean how, how what was that like for you well you... my mom was still in nursing school and of course i wasn't born then or steve and my brother but uh, she was in nursing school and his uh, brother called her there and told her that he was in the uh mental hospital and he was in a catonic state which is you know he doesn't recognize anybody and uh uh, you know doesn't respond to anybody and uh anyway she went over to the mental hospital and she couldn't believe that you know that the man she fell in love with the strong 
decent man who had uh, didn't even recognize her. And uh, anyway, she uh, quit nursing college to stay with him and to get him through his uh, mental disorder. How long was your dad gone? In the war? Yeah. Well, he, uh, I think he entered in the second year, so he was in until the end of the war. And then you had mentioned that the mental illness was an effect from being exposed to um, toxic gas? Well, no, not in that respect, but it, it did, uh, you know, affect him later on in that he thought the, uh, he was uh, gassed, and, uh, and, you know, they have delusions like that. They think the gas in the house is in the house and this kind of a thing. And, you know, psychosis, which is a part of schizophrenia, in that, you know, they don't trust their neighbors and they think, you know, they're out to get them and that kind of a thing. So so did your dad have mental illness prior to going into the war and the war just accelerated uh, it? Or was it something that happened and occurred because of things that well, he saw? A, that's a good question. That's, you know, it's hard to tell, actually. But uh, mom knew him, of course, before the war. And he was, uh, according to her, he was seemed perfectly normal and there was no problem schizophrenia in a lot of people comes in their 20s and uh, it can happen to anyone it's a, a, a genetic disorder mostly in genetic and somewhat environmental so it's uh, like I say it can happen anytime and to anybody I've actually heard that before what do you think is the cause why why the onset and around the age of 20 or so well, I, I don't really know, and I don't think anybody really knows. Like I say, it is a genetic disorder, and and of course the uh, shock of war and the post-traumatic syndrome disorder that he also had, which of course is a mental, emotional, and a delusional disorder, uh, together with that, I think affected him very much after he came home and it made it worse. Did the military do anything to help out? Well, no, he didn't... Uh, have the mental problem until after the war. So he was discharged, but honorably just discharged. So it was after the war that it occurred in his mid-20s. So because it was after the war, even though it possibly was related to the war, maybe they they don't help at that point because once they've discharged you, is that what it is? Yes, but he did get veterans benefits for the disability. So they did help in that manner. So your mom meets him in the hospital and she's in a state of shock because she can't believe it's the same man. What happens That's next? Right. Well, like I said, she dropped out of nursing college. She had, I think she had about a year to complete, and she stayed with him day after day, talking with him. And I think in the end, they gave him uh, shock therapy. They bought him out, bought him out of the catonic state, and uh, and they worked with him, and they put him on meds. But you know, back then they didn't have. Uh, good meds. They would uh, help up somewhat emotionally, but the delusions and the psychosis, it didn't do much for that. Once they had the shock therapy for your dad, and now what was then the relationship with your mom and your father? I mean, was it starting to... Did, did he recognize yeah, her? Yeah, was it starting to get back to some yeah. sense of normal? Uh, yes, once he came out of the state, uh, he recognized her, but, uh, you know, when they go into psychosis, um, they have delusions and hallucinations for a while after what he'd been through. He had a complete nervous breakdown, too. So mm. it takes a while to get over something like that. It's just, you know, not immediate. How long did it take? Well, from what I understood, it took about a year for him to to even uh, function normally. And uh, after a while, they go ahead and, and let him out of the hospital once he's stabilized. 
how often were you able to see him? Like I say, I wasn't born then. That's what I, I thought. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Were your, any of your your siblings were there, right? No, we, they had no children oh, at that time. Oh, okay, so this gotcha, is all before gotcha, that. Gotcha. Okay, so so in one good sense that neither of you or your siblings had to really experience the side of your dad, right? Well, at that particular moment, no. <laughs> but through the years, you know, we had to deal with his mental problems, and his, uh, he huh. was in and out of the hospital a lot because, you know, when they're they have the psychosis they don't trust the doctors they don't trust the medicines uh, but the one thing he did love and trust his wife and his family he didn't have any delusions uh-huh. about any of us how old was he when he was going you know when, when you your earliest recollection of him how old was he when he started going in and out of these different facilities hospitals well even before i was born he was going in and out of the hospitals so so when i was a young child he uh had problems <clears throat> with his neighbors and things like that. So he, every, probably every other year or so, he would go in and out of the hospitals because, like I say, the meds back then didn't work very well. And then how long how, how long would his stays be? Would they be like a week or two weeks or a month? Well, usually just months. That's a long unless, time. Well, unless he had a severe breakdown, you know, he like he did originally, and then he would stay in about a year no kidding. Wow, that's All right, a hold long that time. hold that thought, Brenda. We gotta just get a word in from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Okay. okay. All right. Bring the wisdom and knowledge of William Michael Forbes and his spiritual team into your everyday life with one of the three mediumship courses designed around spiritual enlightenment. There is always someone with us, waiting for us to ask questions and for us to open up our ears and eyes to receive the much-needed guidance and support that this world cannot always provide. Take the journey with William Michael Forbes and explore further for what your eyes see and your ears hear are but a tiny part of the great and the wonderful mystery of your being. Visit www.williammichaelforbes.com for more information on how to connect with William and embark upon the journey of deliberately connecting with your guides, angels, and other ascended beings. Open the door at www.williammichaelforbes.com. That's www.williammichaelforbes.com. www.williammichaelforbes.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritually Raw. We are with Brenda McDaniel, and she is sharing with her her life about her father as a veteran here. And also, Brenda, I do want to shift gears here because in the beginning, when April was introducing you, um, she was sharing with us that you show people beyond or show us beyond a doubt that God in heaven exists. So how do you know that? Well, when my mother was... uh in hospice, uh, she stayed at the house, and I took care of her, and they had the nurses and aides coming in and taking care of her, and uh, I think about after a month, uh, she became so ill that she passed away, and uh, one night I was sleeping, and of course, we were in a state of shock, mourning her, and I was sleeping in my cat, you know, she slept in mom's room, she also slept on the mom's bed while she was ill, so she looked over mom, <laughs> which is a uh, something that only animals, you know, do in that respect. You wouldn't expect of an animal to love someone that much just to sit and watch over them when they're passing. 
But anyway, I was lying in bed, and I was, uh, wasn't was asleep yet, and the cat came running out with her tail up in the air and her eyes bugged out. And uh, all of a sudden, I sat up in bed, and I saw my mom passing my bedroom door in her nightgown. Wow. Or her hospital gown. And, I, you know, I'd never seen a ghost. I never, never saw an angel before. But I saw my mom just float across my door. Did wow. you? Was, was there an eye contact, or was it? Something that you just no, saw her. No, she had her head down and she looked sad. You know, she she didn't want to leave us, Aww. so I expected that. She never wanted to leave us, but you know, she knew she was in a lot of pain and she would be at peace with her Lord. She loved her and he loved her before even she was born. So, so she, was that before she actually made the transition, or was that while she was transitioning that you had that saw that vision? Well, I was going to say, uh, she did that. Uh, she passed in, in front of my door a couple of times after that. And then one other night, I woke up, and the, the cat was asleep that night, and I saw her. I had the kerosene heater on. That's what we heated the home with at that time. And I saw an angel come around the kerosene heater in a brown robe with his head down. I didn't see his face, just floating around the heat heater. I, I heard no footsteps or anything like that with Mom or the angel, so I know it was an angel. And I uh, didn't see mom after that, so I assumed he came back to take her home. Do you Aww. do you still um, do you still see these angels or any of these other beings that come through? No, no, it's just that it was, was, it was just that one time. That was the first time I ever saw an angel, but it opened my eyes to the spirit world, knowing now for sure there are angels, and there is a heaven, and there is a hell, That's and. Uh, my mom and my dad both are now in heaven together. Aww. Aww. That's, That's very nice. What What's your idea of hell like? Well, it's according to what the Bible says. It's uh, full of demons and pain and suffering. And uh, the devil and his demons are fallen angels from heaven, the way I understand the Bible. And if you're not a Christian, you don't believe in the Lord, you don't live your life for the Lord, that's where you end up. Amen. That's my thing the Bible. Can, can you be a non-Christian and be a really good person and end up in heaven, or does that does that no. make, that still makes a difference, right? You, you have to believe in Lord Jesus Christ that died on the cruel cross, suffered and died, and well, gave his life for your life. What happens to, to, like, Jewish people? That are really nice. Do they end up in hell? Well, I'm not going to judge people where they go. You know, it's up to the Lord. But according to the way I read the Bible, you have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave his life. He loved you so much. He died for you and, and took your sins on him. So that, and he gave you everlasting life and he gave you forgiveness of sin. That does sound lovely. But my next it actually kind of leads into my next question because I was going to ask you what from your perspective, is God's love. And if God really loves everybody, why does he put limitations on certain people? Well, it's not limitations. It's what God, God's love tells us to do. And he is perfect and he is good and he cannot, you know, be anything but good. And if his son lived and died for you and gave his life for you and, and gives you eternal life, and, and the only way you can be forgiven of your sins is to accept his son, according to the Bible. I'm not judging people. I'm not telling them how to live their life, but I'm telling them how my family lived, 
and how devoted my mom and dad were to the Lord and how devoted we as a family are. That's oh, right. Well, that's your really story. Sweet. Don't even worry about what anybody else thinks right yeah, now. Yeah, the hell with story. everybody else. Right. The heaven no, with I'm ev- not saying that. The heaven with everybody I'm, else. The, the heaven, heaven with everybody, everybody else. else. Well, yeah. Hey, we hope you. that uh, t- this book, the reason I wrote it was to reach people and hopefully in their pain and suffering and they have no hope for the future and they kill themselves or thinking about killing themselves. Uh, uh, that's why I wrote the book to try to reach them, let them know there is a God. He loved them even for, before the day they were born and he loves them now. He loves them so much. He gave his life for them. So Brendan, when your dad was having an episode, a psych- psychosis episode, did he still believe in faith in God, or did he think that something from down below was coming after him? Well, yes, he, he always believed in God, even when he was ill. But his uh, psychosis didn't relate to demons and spirits coming after him. His was more scared of just normal, everyday things, like being gassed since in the Navy. You know, they did that. He had to put a gas mask on, and it didn't work well, and, it, you know, that scared him and got him afraid of his neighbors gassing him or uh, electrocuting him some way, and this type of delusion he had, he wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really about demons and spirits for him. So, um, what's the meaning of life, do you think? Well, the meaning of life, according to my beliefs, is loving and worshiping God and, and doing his commandments, because I found that any other way doesn't work. Uh, he's always there for me. He always encourages me. He gives me the strength I need in the worst times anyone could have, particularly with the mental illness and other problems. And without him, I don't think you can make it in this world. Okay. At least I could. Do you think that, do you have any more family other than your father that has, is there anything that's been passed on to any of you, you or your siblings? No, the schizophrenia can be passed on, but none of us have it. And and when you when you guys have to do that, do you still stay close with your siblings? Are they still around? Yes, uh, I have a sister and a couple of nieces, and my, I live with my brother now. Oh, that's really nice. Okay, so so tell us a little bit about this, and I want to I want to know your perspective on this. We were just talking about hope and faith related to your book. There, can someone have hope without faith? Yeah, you can have hope, and you can look have a good uh, view of life. But when you come up against a brick wall or you come up against an obstacle that you, you can't understand and there's no understanding it, the Lord can give you uh, a peace that surpasses all human understanding. As when he gave me the peace, even when I saw the angels, I wasn't scared of the angels because this warm, deep peace came upon me knowing that all whatever I was taught as a child from my parents it was definitely true, beyond a doubt. So hold that thought, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Brenda. We're going to find out about some of the miracles that have occurred in your life. So And her favorite word. And her favorite word. Okay, yeah. Bring the wisdom and knowledge of William Michael Forbes and his spiritual team into your everyday life with one of the three mediumship courses designed around spiritual enlightenment. 
There is always someone with us, waiting for us to ask questions and for us to open up our ears and eyes to receive the much-needed guidance and support that this world cannot always provide. Take the journey with William Michael Forbes and explore further for what your eyes see and your ears hear are but a tiny part of the great and the wonderful mystery of your being. Visit www.williammichaelforbes.com for more information on how to connect with William and embark upon the journey of deliberately connecting with your guides, angels, and other ascended beings. Open the door at www.williammichaelforbes.com. That's www.williammichaelforbes.com. www.williammichaelforbes.com. Get worldwide exposure. Be heard live on hundreds of the world's largest live broadcast stations. Spiritually Raw, the ass whipping truth wants you. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, theories, and dogmas surrounding the spirit world, and no topic is taboo. Do you have an amazing or unusual personal story? Are you an author, expert, or authority in ancient mysteries, conspiracy theories, UFOs, aliens, world religions, or anything revolving around the spirit world? If so, then Spiritually Raw wants you. Be a featured guest, highlight your products and services, and showcase your personality. We book up really fast, so go to spirituallyraw.com and submit your request today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritually Raw. Thank you very, very much. Brenda McDaniel is here with us. Just a very, very lovely lady here. So, Brenda, tell us about some miracles that have occurred in your life. Well, as I said in the book, I was uh, talking about some of Mom's uh, miracles as a child. Uh, she had a farm, and she would uh, her grandparents had a farm, and she would go running through the fields to pick dandelions, you know, as children do. And it was tall grass, and she was running, and all of a sudden she heard this rattle, and she looked down in front of her, and there was a snake just a few inches from her, and for the great of God, that snake could have bitten her, just, you know, and killed her then. But uh, for some reason it didn't, and she ran off uh, and crying, you know, to her grandparents. So I consider that an everyday miracle and in some ways a miraculous miracle. Oh, right on. That's very nice. So, Brenda, just in the last few minutes that we have left here, can you tell us, can you share something with our audience you would like to leave us with and also where they can get your book, My Angel, and My Hero? And your favorite word. Yeah, your favorite word. So let's do this in order. Some thoughts to your, our audience, your favorite word, and where they can buy your book. Well, the thoughts for the audience, what I would tell them would not to... Uh, just turn away and not to, to read the book because it's a Christian book. Because it could give you a reason to live. It could give you a deep inner peace. And you could find the God that loved you even before you were born. And he loves you now. And so much that he gave his only life on the cross. He gave you everlasting life. And he gave you forgiveness of sins. And hopefully that will cause you to live a life worth living. Very, very well said. So what about the word? <laughs> oh, the I think a very important word in life is love. I think I don't love, think, uh, as they say, love. that love makes the world go round. Love, love, love. Yeah. So, my angel, my hero. So, where can everybody buy it? Okay, well, it's on Amazon. Uh -huh. Do you want me to give the site information or just? tell you the places it's located yeah no it's amazon's good yeah so they can get my angel my hero at amazon right 
Amazon.com, and it's on uh, GooglePlay.com. Okay. It's also on Goodreads. And uh, I have a couple of pages on Facebook. Just type my name in or the name of the book, and you can find the pages on Facebook. So that's Brenda E. McDaniel, everybody. And the name of the book is My Angel, My Hero. My Angel, My Hero. Brenda, thank you very, very much for being with us today. We really enjoyed this. I think you're a beautiful spirit and a lovely, mm-hmm. lovely lady. Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate you letting me come on today. Of course, yeah, bless, yeah, bless you we too. We love having you. Yep, go your right. All right, I liked her. That was a beautiful Brenda McDaniel. Yeah, it makes me feel like I want to get a blanket and just kind of cuddle up now. You yeah, know, nice yeah. story, She's nice so good sweet. stuff, right there. And even Juan, even Juan smiling there. That's good. <laughs> She's a sweet lady. Thank you, Brenda, and thank you everybody for tuning in. And remember, tune in often. Tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings. And don't forget to text the word guest to 91096 if you would like to be a guest or a visitor at spiritually. And also get a free copy of Our Secrets to Interview Riches. All right, we'll talk to you next time, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks. Look up and I see Stars out tonight Look up and I feel Things just ain't right Look up and I hear The people cry Look up and I
Blame. 